0: Alright, hello guys. Um, This is my very first episode of a podcast. Um, This will be talking about Manchester United. Um, I started watching soccer about the beginning of quarantine. Um, My dad is a big Manchester United fan, so I became a United fan. Uh, My first ever game I watched was Manchester United Tottenham, and I wanted, yeah, that was 2020. Um, with Project Restart, and um, this will be a weekly podcast, daily, with new news, if anything, I want to cover this, you guys might have already seen it, but I, I, I want to get my opinion on it and everything, and hopefully you guys um, want to hear my opinion, but yeah, this is the first episode of the podcast, um, I've never done one before. But, so, I think, in this episode, we're gonna cover the beginning of this season. I know this might be a little late, but I'll try it. um so I wanna talk about let's start with Olagan soulshire um at the beginning at the beginning of the season, I was backing him, but unless he switches up his um tactics, I think. It's time to get him out. I don't want to because we're in this constant cycle of making Europa League, spending money, getting to Champs League, spending less money. Um, Even though, you know, I just started watching soccer, I'm getting, I'm knowing some more information. And this year, I think at this point the goal might be, I don't know what the goal is. I mean, we're playing poor. Um we're not creating enough chances I mean that Arsenal game was bad Um, now this might just be me but I don't like doing every time we get into the final third I feel like we're crossing the ball too much we're going for cross 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 and to me I just don't like it because it's just not working okay so that might have been cut and might have been lost a little bit I accidentally clicked a button but it's getting a little tiring, and it. Um, Solshire needs to switch up his tactics. It'll be nice to have Martial back. It's Martial. Martial. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. Um, Pogba. I mean, he played off the bench or started the Arsenal game, and then started the Isenio BB game, and he's not doing anything. I think we, I'm happy we extended it as long as someone will buy him. I wanted him out, but I'll take 50 to 70 million at this point. I'll take just any money for him. The one thing we have to stop making excuses is we didn't get transfers. And at one point, it's not an excuse to be 15th from a team that made Champions League guess last year. Maybe an unpopular opinion, but we only made Champions League because we went into Project Restart. Sheffield was on um, gaining lots of momentum. Leicester was a 15-point lead. I don't think you're going to choke that lead with, you know, (laughs) I want to say it was about 10 games to go, and I don't know what Chelsea would have done. I think they probably would have. I think it. I think it would have been a race between Sheffield, Leicester, and Chelsea for that top four. But you know, coming back from Project Restart, Sheffield couldn't pick up momentum, so we got Champions League, and you know, Leicester just dropped, dropped, dropped. Um. But so let's talk about the Arsenal game. Um. I, we looked weak. I mean. What. I, I don't like Maguire. I want to like him, but he's not marking, and there's this re- reoccurring theme. He's the one. He's our biggest um, center back, and he's one of the biggest center backs in Europe League, uh, European football, and like you know, he's a muscular guy, but he has to be able to mark people. Can't be other people marking and then he's a free roamer. He's eighty million. He's not cheap, and when you're gonna pay that much for him. Um, he needs to be doing something. Cavani, I want to see him get a little bit more time. And Solskjaer has to stop playing, um, favorites. It's not going to help us win games. And, um, he's playing favorites. Pogba shouldn't be starting. If I was Solskjaer, I'd run Lindelof and Twansby on Saturday because Maguire isn't picking up his man. And I McGuire isn't playing good enough. He's too worried um, about what he's doing. He's becoming a scared defender and that just doesn't work. So I'd bench him, start Twanzibi, Lindelof. I don't think Talas can play yet. I think he's is still on um COVID protocol, so Shaw and Basaka, I don't I don't want to run a five at the back until we get Talas back. Um, they need a bench, Pogba, and why did he get rid of Donny? Why did he put Donny on the bench? He was playing the best in the midfield in his Daniel BB against anyone. And I know I get to the Arsenal game, but I want to talk a little bit more about changes first. Um, Van needs to start. Bruno needs to start. I'm a fan of Bruno. I don't know why he gets so much hate. Yes, he's having a couple of bad games. He'll pick his form back up, I believe. Um, I'm happy Martial will be back. That was such a bad red card. If Martial got a red, that should have been a red on LaMelo. I was looking at that and I'm like, huh? I mean, he touched him. And you have VAR for that situation, you know. So players can't flop and do all of this. But he gets away with it. And Martial's obviously out for the three games. Was lucky to be able to play in the PA. uh Not lucky, but l- luckily he was able to play in the Champions League games because he's helped us. But I just feel like our cross, I mean, we cross, cross, cross all game. It doesn't work. But back to changes. Sorry, this is new to me. I got to learn how to stay on topic. Um, I think, I don't know if I want to start Cavani. Or if I want him to come off the bench on Saturday. I would kind of like him to start at right wing. Or, yeah, because he's not going to... Yeah. I guess that is how it would have to work. I want to probably run a... I don't want to run a diamond. That didn't work last time. I want to say... Yeah, so I'd say three midfielders. I'd run Fred and Van de Beek, then Bruno up front this weekend, and then Martial on middle, Rashford on the left, and Cavani on the right. I don't want Greenwood to start. I want him to come off the bench. Um, I like Greenwood, but, I mean, you have Cavani. You're paying over $200,000 a week for him. you got to start starting him, um, and that's a when you're paying so much for a guy and he's played sixty minutes, that doesn't make. Him. Solskjaer has to start playing the people they bought in the off season more. I get he can't play Talos because of COVID, but it's frustrating not to see Van de Beek start. Because I mean, Van de Beek comes onto the pitch and it's like it's a com. Excuse me, a completely different game, he's out there, he's putting up more creativity and I'm loving it, but he So I can't take him off at 60, he needs to be playing maybe a whole game, and if players are playing bad, put him on the bench, I know it might not be easy, but you have to do it because we need points, we're through 6 matches, 7 points, that's not going to cut it, I don't, we just need to pick up Form. I'd rather get knocked out of Champions League and make Champions League than win Champions League and get relegated or mid-table. Um, yeah, I think that I'd do that. But I get you're probably not going to bench McGuire because he's 80 million. But if, if we're looking off value, I think that's pretty dumb because I think it should be off... The work and their willingness over how much you paid for someone. And I get he didn't get back by the Glazers, uh, Solskjaer in the transfer window. I'm not happy we didn't get Sancho. He was supposed to be here August 8th. That didn't happen. Um, I've, I'm Glazers out, Woodward out. We need to get a sporting director of football. And there's a great one, um, that requested a move out from, a French team named L.O.S.C. Or Lily or Um If I'm not wrong, they're in Europe, Europa League. But he brought in lots of talent from, like, Martial, and I want to say and a lot of other players from, that's now a huge Premier League talent. And if we can get him and just get, make this um, director of football role, and then make him the director of football, I don't like that. Ed Woodward's, um, currently our, um, director of football, sporting director, whatever, but, um, and I thought, well, this would hurt the gla- glazers, glazers, however you say it, but my dad made a, uh, brought up a good point, this guy has, um, when you have a sporting director as good as him, he knows how much his money range is worth, I mean, how much money he has to work with, and he makes it work. Obviously I'd love the Glazers to put more money into the club and let us make, put in more than 60 million in transfers, but it's <laughs> it's not going to happen. I if they say they back if the Glazers say they back Solskjaer, I need to see it when he uh this I mean this January transfer window we need to pick up new signings because <sighs> this poor run of form is not just transfers. I mean, this team made Champions League. Yes, it was because of COVID, but that's no excuse to start this season off bad. We're in the same situation, and we have to stop saying fans weren't in there. It's not acceptable. Yes, it isn't acceptable, but you have a job as a football player, and you need to go out there and... Play at that same intensity without fans. I get it's not the same without fans, but dude, Solskjaer. You, you notice something? Is we go down a goal and then all of a sudden we're creating chances. Why don't we do that when it's tied? I don't know why, and um, I don't know who I want to start right now. Dina De Gea because, I mean, De Gea has been consistent. Shocking to say. I'm happy Dean got this start and, um the Istaniel BB game to see how he d- could do. I don't, none of the goals were his fault. Um, but I'll get to that game. Just want to say, you know, how he did. And um, Solskjaer, I think what we need to learn is play. So when we went down in that Arsenal game, play that same tempo, a fast. Still, make sure you can play defensive. Obviously, we aren't full out attacking, and you know Arsenal want more defensive. But we looked more confident down, not confident, but we were making chances. Um, I think I think our biggest problem is when we get down in the boxes, we're crossing it or we're getting into the box, passing in the box, pass, and we just can't do that. You have to start just finding a good one two. You can't be pass 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 in the box. I mean, people are gonna get to you and take the ball. Um, Basaka, he, but started bad, did good. He's back out of, not doing his best positioning. Just, I, 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 want him to do well. I love the guy. I think, I think he's gonna be our right back for a while. I think I don't know what Brandon Williams will run because I think Bas- Basaka and Williams are like five years apart, so. I don't know when, you know, Basaka's Zero will end or if Williams wants out, if he's not getting any first-team football, but that's a while down the road. Um, I feel like Daniel James gets a lot of hate, man. I get that he's not playing the best right now. But mm-hmm. what you got to understand is you would have these standards... Um, the stands standards. If he didn't play so well to start, thing is that's the problem. He played so well to start, our expectations went up for him. The kid is only twenty or twenty one. Give him some time, you know. We can't just straight up go um um full on. Oh, I forgot what I was saying. Okay, I'm gonna um stop talking real quick so it's going to go to a quick mm-hmm. cut because I'm getting text just give me two seconds and I'll try to rethink my thought I know for this guys it'll just be cut alright there we go so I think it's it's exciting to see um not really exciting we just need to start picking up points I'm very nervous what was I saying hmm. I can't remember Okay, so I think we'll get on to the Arsenal game now. Um, I feel like we weren't creating enough. Like the crosses were killing us, and it's just hurting us with the amount we're crossing. But it was um, it was a terrible job by Pogba to give up that pen. He has to be smarter there. And I mean, Aubameyang slots that home. Gets his first goal of the season or in his last five Premier League games. But, I mean, I feel like a draw... No, I don't even know if a draw was worthy because, I mean, off the bar and everything, just not good enough. But, I mean, we didn't play good enough on defense against Arsenal. And, um, that's the thing. I mean, we got lucky that off that crossbar, and I think Aubame- Aubameyang could have made one or two. And then our offense... I mean, the thing is, you can't do crossing when you're running Rashford and Greenwood up front. That just doesn't work. And, um, I don't like seeing Rashford playing that back-to-the-net striker role. Um... It's been proven, he can't play the striker role. Okay, uh, another cut real quick. Oh good, oh, that made me a little scared. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, back from the cut. Okay, it just said audio and I'm like, oh no. Uh, that made me a little nervous. I thought I lost all my audio. Okay. So, um, still talking about the Arsenal game. Our defense wasn't the best, um, I mean, um, yes, we were able to, you know, we conceded no goals, but we got pretty lucky too. And, um, um, like I said, crossing doesn't work when you have two strikers up front Um, you know, Rashford plays better on Winger. Sorry if I'm repeating myself. I'll get better at this, but I think, I mean, when you have a guy in Cavani, he's ready to play and play him striker and play Greenwood on the right, obviously because I don't want to start James because he's not playing that well at the moment, but that doesn't mean get rid of him, I feel like, because it just won't work if we just say get rid of Daniel James I mean he's 20 and he just needs to you know progress and I think he will and I think he'll be really good for the club but I think that's it for the uh Arsenal game I'm just trying to think if there's anything else there Uh, I don't think so So, let's move on to the Issan Bowl, I want to say it is, BB game. And it was the lineup I asked for besides Talas, obviously, because he has COVID. And um, I think we ran, I don't know what we ran. (laughs) Hang on, on, I can find it real quick. (sighs) Sorry, this is just going to take a second. Do Come on. And um most of the stuff I get here is gonna be from um this thing on Google called the United Stand App. They get their news early, and then I re- I'm gonna try to report it to you guys. Um, very reliable source. Um, they already had Cavani way before he was even signed. But yeah, it's a good um source. Okay, so I can't find it, but uh, I think we did run it. A... I don't know. I think it might have been Vanderbeek on the right or Diamond again. But whatever it was, it didn't work. And that's worrying because I came into Arsenal thinking we can win or at least get a draw. And we haven't lost at Old Trafford in over 14 years to Arsenal. And they haven't won against a top six team in a while. And um, we went from, while well, we got Bruno, we didn't lose a single game in the Premier League until match day one of the new season. Well, match day two, because we really didn't play the first game. I don't know why the first game got canceled. Um, but, I mean, we. I think we need a win against Everton. To boost our confidence right esteiel BB so the beginning of the game what was it yeah I mean we looked all right to start the game I we crossed it a lot didn't like that um getting into the box and then um, getting it um just intercepted like what usually happens and then the first goal came we got a corner. And we cut the goal Istanbul scored was something you'd see in literally a middle school game. Or like a 10-year-old league in soccer. Off the corner, you booted up to the, your striker, fastest guy, because they're not going to mark him for some reason. They don't see it. And, I mean, Montage didn't mark him. And I thought he was offside, just to be honest. I think I looked away when it happened. So I'm like, oh, the guy's off. And the flag doesn't go up. And it's one-on-one. And I'm like, come on, Dean, somehow make this save. And he just tucks it by Dean to make it 1-0. And then just it went downhill from there. We weren't creating chances, cross, cross, nothing. I mean, we got one chance all game, and that was the one goal we got. And then in, like, the, what, 40th minute, they get their second goal, and it's because Maguire won't stick his foot out. He's too worried about an own goal to get his foot out there. I get it could have been an own goal if he sticked his foot out, but you have to stick your foot out. You have to defend. You can't just let up a goal there. The Martial gave me hope. Maybe, you know, getting that goal in the 43rd. Only going down by one at half. And then that failed. But... <sighs> that was a game we needed to win. Because with Leipzig winning... Probably the worst thing that could happen. Unless they can somehow win again. Which I don't see happening. Then... What, we're only three points ahead. We need Leipzig to win this upcoming week because that would put us at nine points if we can beat Istanbul at home. And then um, all we would need to do is either draw Leipzig or PSG and it would be over. If we lose to PSG, we can't lose by 2. Because then PSG is Istanbul to end it. And they're going to win that. And if I'm not wrong, they don't go off GD. They go off head-to-head record. And so if we lose to PSG, we can only lose by 1. And if we only lose by 1 in that PSG game, and we can beat Istanbul on... This, no, right, we hit an international break, so in the next two weeks, I want to say, then we'll have um, a guaranteed spot in the knockout round, Um, and that would be huge if we can get guaranteed knockout round um, on match day five because I mean we could have literally had it match day four even if we drew that's right drew Istanbul and then PSG and Leipzig didn't split results obviously they can still split results here not only put us three points ahead but then a winning against PSG would put us for qualification and knockout round Then we'd have RB Leipzig if Istanbul loses to see who gets first. And let's look at the current standings right now in Champions League. I'm trying to see. um, I think the biggest thing, yeah, what did happen? Okay, so let's go to table. So in Group A, it's Bayern up front, Atletico at 4 points through 3. And Bayern Munich at 9 3 3 Mon Gladbach, I want to say is how you say it at five points and Shakhtar sick with four and Madrid. Madrid. Okay, so it does go by head to head record because my um guitar has a minus five goal differential, but they're ahead of Madrid off head to head. Or was that Mon block But I think no matter what, okay, hang on. Uh, cut. Hang on. Alright, there we go. Sorry. My brother just came in. Okay, so we have that. And then Madrid is tied with Shakhtar on points. Both at four. Uh, Man City and Porto. Uh, Porto. Port- yeah, Port- Porto. Uh, nine points. Man City, Porto, Porto six. And three matches. And then Olympiás with three through three, three. And Marcel. At 0 points through 3. Then you have Liverpool, Ajax. Um, for top 2. Chelsea, Sevilla. For top 2, I'm not going to go points anymore. Dortmund, Lazio up front. And then you have Barcelona, then Juventus. Then United, Leipzig. So, I want to say right now it would be better to get first. But these can change. The worst draw you can literally get is Juventus or Barcelona. Maybe Atletico, but I think Barcelona and Juventus would be the hardest draw. Sevilla would be (laughs) an interesting one because of what happened in Europa League when they knocked us out. So that one will be interesting. But... Besides that, I think this will end the first podcast. Um, sorry, you know, if I re- was repeating or it got kind of confusing at points. Again, I'll get better at this. Um, the more we get through this, um, I hope you guys enjoyed, enjoyed. And unless there's any news, I'll catch you guys about, I want to say, 6.30 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. In America. Wait, did I just say PM, AM in the morning? In the morning? uh, Saturday morning to get my reaction on the Everton game. And I'll catch you guys then. Bye.